What's good? You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt, and today on the show, I have uh, Dave Steele, Dave Mayerski, and Snack Pack from Brace for Impact, Clearfield Hardcore. Um, I've known these guys for, well, a minute. I mean, I've known Snack Pack forever, um, Dave as well, and then the other Dave. Um, more just met him more recently and everything like that, but he puts together uh, the Upstage Music Fest in Clearfield, which we're going to get into. Uh, we talk about Brace for Impact. We talk a little bit about Clearfield Hardcore. I don't really want to uh, give too much away because this is uh, definitely a cool episode that you're going to want to check out. But um, before we get into that, I just want to give you a little update on Wasted Radio. It's been a while, um, and by a while, I mean like six or seven weeks or something like that. Um, that's pretty standard. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, doing a podcast, you get burnout and, uh, I just needed a little break. Summer hit, um, got really busy, got a new job, uh, been working out a lot, doing a lot of, uh, just fixing stuff and learning how to fix stuff around the house and stuff like that. So anybody that had any concern, don't worry. Wasted radio still here. Um, but you know, like I said, I just needed to take a step back. Family first. Everybody knows that. Um, but now that we are here, uh, we're going to just dive right into this one because, uh, like I said, Brace for Impact, really cool band. Um, definitely a band that I want to support on the show, too, because not only have I known them for so long, but, you know, like these dudes just love hardcore and they've been playing it for a long time. Um, Ex-members of like Forever Means Goodbye, Not Without Resistance, Um I mean, several other bands that we're going to get into in a separate episode. We're going to talk about Clearfield Hardcore, but that's going to be a little bit down the line. Right now, what you need to know is Upstage Music Fest. I think I said Upstate Music Fest, which was incorrect. It is Upstage Music Fest is coming up this weekend, April, April, what the fuck, August uh, 12th and 13th in Clearfield, PA, the headliner is Madball. Uh, they're going to play. They're going to headline on the 13th. Um, there's some cool cover bands. Fleetwood Mac cover band. Uh, Tool, um, Alice in Chains, Black Sabbath. A few other bands are playing that day too. And then the next day, obviously, is the hardcore show. Um, Madball, Internal Bleeding, Age of Ruin, Brace for Impact, and a ton of other ones. Um, we're going to drop the names on the episode. You want to check it out. Before we get into it, uh, Brace for Impact just dropped a new album on 1054 Records, which is a label that you definitely want to check out. Type them into Instagram, 1054 Records. And while you're at it, look up Brace for Impact. Uh, it's at Brace for Impact underscore 814. Catch them at Upstage Music Fest in Clearfield. That's coming up this weekend, uh, August 12th and 13th. You can buy your tickets at uh, theupstagemusicfest.com so make sure you get a pair of tickets and get out to that it's going to be a great show I mean it's going to be awesome you know Madball you can't go wrong right Uh, so before we get into this episode we're going to play a song called Breaking Point this is off of Brace for Impact's new album that's coming out Um, actually I believe it already dropped so uh, you want to check them out too like I said at Brace for Impact underscore 814. And uh, then there's going to be the interview with me, Dave, Dave, and Snack Pack. So check it out. Uh, this is Brace for Impact with Breaking Point. Love, race, blood, 
What's good? You're on Wasted Radio with me, Matt. I'm here with Dave and Dave and Snack Pack from Brace for Impact, Clearfield PA Hardcore. What's going on, guys? What's up, Matt? Uh, Dude, really happy to have you guys on because it, it, it's a little overdue. I've been doing the podcast for over a year. Yeah, and well, we, we've been talking about it for how long and we finally got the, you I know. know, a few of us together right now. Well, you get a bunch of grown men that work all the fucking time and it's very hard to make something happen. But honestly, I'm glad that we did um, get to sit down and do this. Uh, it's the week before the fest that's coming up, um, April 12th and 13th in Clearfield, PA. Where is the location? It's the, is it at the fairgrounds? It's at the, uh, the Clearfield County Fairgrounds. It's going to be in the Expo 1 building. It's right beside the uh, the grandstand. All right. The big building right behind the grandstand. Right. And you have Madball headlining the show, which is really exciting, Um, especially, you know, I mean, we're going to have to save the Clearfield talk for another episode because we could talk Clearfield hardcore for fucking three hours, right? Oh, yeah, easily. You know, Um, but anyway, though, you know, Madball in Clearfield feels like the old days. Um, What other bands do you have uh, on that show that you want to uh, rep real quick before we get to talking about you guys? Well... Internal Bleeding, one, yes. of, one of our favorite bands growing up, Dave Steele's favorite band. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, Cropsey, our boys from Staten Island, those guys are awesome. Extinguish the Code, Top mm-hmm. O'Kong, like they, those bands are, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extinguish the Code is uh, great. Ex-members of Four in the Chamber, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it, um, is it the singer that's different? Uh yeah yeah okay. Kevin Kevin wasn't originally in for it in the chamber now right and then you also have Age of Ruin on the bill yep Age of Ruins playing. are they bringing the pyro I hope not I <laughs> hope they put the fog machines at home this time because when they played here in November they fogged out the community building so bad if you were standing at the back of the building you couldn't see them playing yeah <laughs> that's that's kind of hard as fuck though yeah it, it was it was cool but. um and uh another band that i have recently got into is on dave's shirt over there i'm you know reluctant to say i don't know how to pronounce it belvebeth belvebeth yes okay um and are they out of pittsburgh no that uh they're they're singers from pittsburgh but the rest of the guys are from here in clearfoot sick okay yeah trav was in that band right yeah yeah he he's doing brace full-time now he kind of stepped back from belvibeth yeah no hard feelings none of that he's just stepping back (laughs) sure yeah well trav's my spirit animal dude i every time i see him i hug him and i tell him that (laughs) i think he's a lot of people's spirit animal (laughs) (laughs) like he just he just goes, man. I love yeah. it. And, and and he honestly, too, is, is such a phenomenal guitar player. So shout out, Trav. I'm bummed that he's not here. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's on vacation this week. So he uh, was sending me videos. He's already starting to write more new music. So <laughs> yes. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I met you guys uh not without resistance days honestly so that was probably early 2000s like 2000 well snack pack i know exactly where i met you um, i think it was 2004 to crowbar if yeah I'm that was yeah hate breathing. So we've known each other a while <laughs> it was yeah yeah and and that was like um i was this uh little teenager who was like <laughs> i had no idea what i was in for and you were like bro just stick with me i'll make sure you, you were like hardcore dad mode 
<laughs> I, I did protect you that show too. I do remember because it's that, true. It's very true. When Hayburn played at the Crowbar. It was always nuts, man. So it was insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and those were old hatebreed days. I like yeah, when the, it, was, the tail it was end. violent. <laughs> yeah, very much so. And then Dave, um, Dave Steele, I met you with Not Without Resistance, and those were like the Mikey Two Fist days on the Attack Records days. Yeah, fucking yeah, like that would have been around like 07, 08, roughly. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, um, and then Dave, uh, Mayerski, uh, I don't know. I think I just met you for the first time, honestly, um, at aldo's yeah at yeah, the toothbrush show yeah but really? you're yeah yeah dude i i you swear never met him in like the forever means goodbye days i don't think so no i mean i still got my forever means goodbye shirt and cd and shit uh, <laughs> sure you probably want to is when we play. oh yeah actually the hate breed show that i met you at yeah final stand opened that show no i don't think so we played every time they played there really yeah, yeah. They opened Man. that show at the Crowbar. Well, and I, I must have missed that because <laughs> it was all on the show. Uh, this was oh man, you're testing me on the spot. Um, hate breed, most precious blood, full blown no. chaos. No, wait, no, you we guys weren't. We didn't play that. You guys did. His Machi Mantis was a runner up for Battle of Oz Fest that oh, year. Oh man, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then there was there was another that. band, but I I can't remember. Yeah, that's the one you guys didn't play. Yeah. Because usually, like, you guys opened almost every... We weren't even a band now. We were forever. Yeah, you were forever. Yeah. Yeah, because that was right around the same time as that video shoot um, at uh, Classic Attitude. That's when I was in April Under Ice. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that, too. Yeah, so... We played everywhere with fmg back in the day My that's actually when i met that's actually when i met snack pack yep. when he was playing in that band no shit dave yeah. you were you were singing for forever means goodbye right yeah yeah after bryce after left, bryce left like bryce that's right step back and i i kind of took his place yeah that i loved that album i mean just real quick uh that forever means goodbye album the blue one with the skull on it yeah I played the fucking shit out of that CD, and I—I I mean, was a good CD. I yeah. still, I still listen to it. So, <laughs> yeah, and that like that kind of like early two thousands metalcore is still my shit. Like, I still listen to like At Hope's End or like put on some like Symphony in Peril or Zeo or some shit like that. I I was actually listening to At Hope's End the other day, and like I don't even have like a demo or a CD or anything, but like. All their songs were on YouTube, and yes. I was listening to them on YouTube. That's the only place you can find it. There's one track on iTunes that's like, um, it was on one of those Rick to Life comps. Oh god, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh... All right, but anyway, so so we did a little bit of uh, build up to you know uh, where you guys are now, but um, there's there's a little bit of a gap there, probably say about 15 years. Um, you know, snack pack. I know you moved away, Dave. You were you both, Dave's. You were probably working and shit like that. Dave was in, Dave Steele. You were in another band, weren't you? Um, not after I I came from Stronger Than Hate initially. Okay. Um, so I I pretty much mainly just did Stronger Than Hate, Not Without Resistance, and Forever Means Goodbye. Um, vocally, and then I mean I did fill in with Twenty Five to Life on bass for a while, but. That was about it. Okay. Um, and Snack Pack, I'm pretty sure for that entire 15-year duration, you were just fishing, right? 
<laughs> no, it was like it was like nine and a half, almost ten. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I did. <laughs> I worked at a fish house. I fished. It, it was it was Florida, man. I lived on the beach. It was fun. Fucking right, dude. I got to see a lot of amazing shows down there, though. Oh, I guarantee. Central Florida, man. It was it was a stop for everybody. Everybody played in Orlando. Yeah. No you doubt. Pass right through Florida on your way to golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So now we're here. Um Brace for Impact started what 2019, right before COVID? Uh, when did we start? Last May. No, it was February. It was, it was February of 21. Yeah, February of 21. That's it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was a little bit more uh i i thought it started a little bit earlier than that okay (laughs) (laughs) now we uh we were initially going to get fmg back together and do like a couple shows or whatever at the upstage when dave started the upstage and Mm -hmm. they kind of just fell apart real quick and we got a hold of trav ed dave and i were there one day and i was like dude we could get a hold of travis and see if he wants to jam yeah called him and He's like, when, where, what time? And I said, nice. here now. And he's like, I'll be over in 20 minutes. And he came right over, dude. And yeah. We literally wrote two songs the first time we practiced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a real one. He'll show up. Oh, dude, Trav, Trav's a diehard, man. He really is. Yeah. Um, And then uh, who else? Who's the other member of your band? Uh, Ed Wilson Croft. Okay. I don't know him. He played in Final Stand Forever Means Goodbye as well. He was lead guitar player. Very cool. Yeah, okay. he's really quiet. He doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so you guys uh get together, you start writing and shit like that. Like basically, like walk me through what happens next. Did you guys immediately just start playing shows? Did you write more? Did you know tell me tell me the story? What? We actually didn't even have our first show for a long time. Um well, our first show was a fest last year because of COVID. Yeah. So you figure we, we started back in February and we didn't actually release ourselves to the public per se until August. Mm-hmm. So, and I think at that point we had what, six or seven songs maybe at best. I think six. So like our, even our, our first set was aside from me rambling on talking, it was fair, uh, fairly quick music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had, a, I had time to watch film and I was, you know, being rushed like hey stop talking but i have a tendency to go (laughs) (laughs) i think our longest song is like three minutes and 11 seconds so if that says anything that's pretty good that's pretty good for hardcore it really is because i i I feel that like if songs are over four minutes you lose interest in them sometimes and it's a lot of bands if they get past the minute mark i lose interest and that's not being insulting <laughs> i mean it's you know what i mean though like there's there's a lot of them that that drag on uh luckily though honestly i think brace for impact has a good sound and you guys do change it up a good bit too that keeps you interested there's a lot of mosh parts um it's it's a good live band we had a lot of fun the last time you guys were down in altoona <laughs> we had a blast that night we yeah. all had a good time that night yeah Billy was having a good time that night too. I think everybody was having yeah. a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We that was probably the first time I ever played in that bar and I wasn't blackout drunk by the end of the night. Oh yeah. I I actually I paced myself and only had a few that night. I did pretty good, but I had a blast. How many shows had you guys played at that point? 
that would have been our third show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, how many are you up to now? Well, this will be our fourth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously? Dude, show. it's so hard fifth with show. all our work schedules, man. Yeah. Like, Dave works away all month. Dave runs his own business. You know, I, I work 40 hours. Everybody in the band works 40 hours a week. So yeah. it's, it's, it's tough to book around. Really, we got to book around Dave and Dave's schedules. Yeah, no, I understand because I mean, even, you know, I, I come home at five o'clock and I'm fucking whooped. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I have have like a list of shit that I want to do and I'm like, I get like through like the first one or two and I'm like, you know what? There's always tomorrow. Yeah. I honestly, I I almost like the fact that we do not play as often as, as we could. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I guess it kind of keeps that anticipation of the next time we will play keeps that anticipation up whereas if we were to play every weekend you know and the same people come see the same band every weekend you kind of you start to lose a little bit of interest in it you mean like resistance no i'm fucking oh my god dude. <laughs> we literally played, get us going. it was like oh we're gonna play saturday oh we're gonna play tuesday as well you know <laughs> You it guys played all the time. It was literally Constantly. every single weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we yeah. were traveling and playing. Like No, but I mean, like in an area like ours, especially now that like we don't have shows regularly going on, it's easy for a band to hop on every single show and then get played out. You know, yeah. I've had this conversation with a couple different local bands that, you know, are like, we don't want to play every show and we don't want to open every show. And we, you know, but there's, the, the bands are slim pickings. The scene used to be a lot crazier than it currently is. Oh, it, it really was, man. Like, you think and sit back to the times that we had two, 300 kids packed in the lion's den or, mm. you know, oh, there's yeah. 100 people in the parking lot just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it, it was a wild It's not time. like that anymore. The, the younger generation of kids, they, I don't know, they don't hang out like we all do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I they go agree. see the band that they want to see and they leave the show. And I, I've seen it time and time again. There, there's also a little bit of uh, a softness factor. Oh, too. oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that like any of us or anybody like in particular that goes to like you're not hard because you go to a hardcore show. But I mean, if you're going to go into that environment, like that is not an environment that I would particularly subscribe to this younger generation that's coming up I, I haven't seen many young people coming out to shows a handful of them i mean we we got we got quite a few kids that come out to shows here but they they haven't experienced like a real real hardcore show yet i don't think and they're gonna this weekend you know all these <laughs> kids coming out they're gonna they're gonna experience like they're gonna catch the experience like you did at hatebreed you know what i mean yeah like, for sure to just see everybody in the crowd singing along and having a good time. And yeah, yeah people are going to mosh. Yeah. People are going to get hit. It's a hardcore show. Like you can't get your panties in a bunch, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and uh, I think honestly to me, um, that's a breath of fresh air anymore. Just with the way that like everybody is so kind of wound up and pissed off all the time and looking for bullshit and stuff like that. There's no release quite like, that environment you know no there, there isn't there isn't there never will be i mean if you didn't grow up you know going to shows and like having that mm-hmm. it's probably why a lot of us are not in jail <laughs> you know i, I mean 
funny though it may be like there's something to be said about that because um and i've talked about this a number of times on the show about like the 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 mental health quality of hardcore like it there is a medicinal quality to like go in there and getting all the aggression out and like um just being able to uh have that release you know um in yeah, a in a wrong. yeah in a healthy way though i mean it's not like um you're not running around your house, breaking all your shit and breaking your fingers while you do it. You're not doing uh, a lot of the things that many of us do when we act out and get pissed off because like, I, you know, I, I have put many holes in many walls. That's not the right way to react to anger. Yeah. I mean, um, where else can you go punch your best friend in the face, hug it out and laugh it off later, you know? Like right. <laughs> unless it's, unless it's me and Billy. And then I'm like, bro, like stop hitting me so hard. <laughs> I have a video from that show in April and, when we were playing, I, I didn't realize it was you at first. And like, we, I think we were playing like our, our last song, like control. And I just saw you like lose it. And I was like, Oh, oh Matt's dancing dude. in a very small area. <laughs> I, I freaking no, dude. I jumped off the stage. Um, when, uh, wisdom and chains was playing at this is hardcore. And like, you can't see, like when you're in the crowd, like you can't necessarily see the other side of the stage. So when I had jumped off, I saw all these people like giving me this like, no, 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 stop, look. And I'm like, well, no. And I jumped up. And what I realized, I jumped on this kid who was like 10 and like his mom, his mom had put him up to crowd surf and I just fucking dogged him. Like, <laughs> like wow. I know, I can't wait for the video to come out. Like, I felt terrible. She was laughing. So I was like, all right, he's all right. I mean, he's all right. Dust him off. He's fine. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like there, no, there's, there's definitely a release aspect to it, but let's get back to brace for impact. Um, so when you guys were working on this band primarily, uh, what were your influences and what was the sound that you, you were trying to come up with? Honestly, dude, we, we were just trying to make music that we liked to, yeah. to be honest. Like we weren't, Oh, it sounded like this band. Like let's just write music that we like. Mm -hmm. And between Trav and Ed on guitar, man, it's, Travis is, and Ed are both like riff machines. Like Travis mm -hmm. come up with a riff and then Ed comes up with leads. Like it's, it's insane how fast it fell into place. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, then, so basically just like heavy down tune, traditional PA hardcore is what you're shooting for. Traditional as in like clear filled hardcore because yeah, yeah. which has always had like, a little bit of like a metal core edge to it. Yep, that that yeah. little bit of metal aspect to it. And always every band that ever came out of here had that little, you know, we all shared members growing up too. So you know, every band that came up out of Clearfield, we all kind of did have a similarity with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And again, um, Clearfield Hardcore episode coming because we we got to talk about that. There's like an eclectic history oh, yeah. <laughs> that that just needs talked about, you know. Um, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't remember how crazy it was in Clearfield back in the day either. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, and and you guys would bring your fucking rowdy crew down here and stomp shit. Well, okay, but or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you have the hoods play at the lion's den one night and then the community building the next night, you know, yeah, how about within it? Within an hour of each other, and they were both packed shows, so yeah, right. I just ran into him too, by the way, not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's doing well. That's good, he's man. Hyper, 
<laughs> but he's got all yeah, kinds of never work. change. <laughs> ah, yeah, no. No, great dude though. Um so uh so brace for impact. Um you have this sound, you start playing shows, you're only three shows in. The big one uh coming up is gonna be your fourth show. Yep. Um so are you guys gonna be well well actually now before I, I was gonna say are you gonna be playing anything off of the new album, but you have a new album. Let's talk about that. So uh yeah. um how many tracks are on the album? Eight, ten, maybe. No, I think I think we have eight songs. You don't even know how many songs are on your album. No, we, we just play our set. It's like four hours now, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're like the most disorganized band ever. Like that's all right. You know, we try to write a set song. We're literally sitting there, like I feel like there's a song missing. Is there a song missing? No, that's literally all we had. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll just deal with that. So. Yeah. How long have you guys had these songs recorded? Not very long. Not very long, dude. Really? <laughs> Just finished yeah. up what? But it, it was it was a long it was a long recording process though. Um the kid that was recording us, Dakota, we were pretty much almost like his uh guinea pigs as far as like him trying to get his recording business going. Okay. Um, I know he's done some stuff. He's the uh bass player in, in Belviva and uh I know he's done some stuff with them, but mm -hmm. as far as like uh, recording a different band, we were pretty much guinea pigs on it. Um, Got to say though, he did a do a did, really good a job. job. Yeah, it was just it was just a it, it was a lot of of uh, drawn out recording, um, getting the drum tracks down, getting everybody's schedule lined out to where we could go because this wasn't one of those things where, you know, we. Like we would always do with resistance or final stand or anybody else. We just went in a room, we laid it all out, and then went back, put vocals on it, so on and so forth. Um, this was pretty much every track laid individually. Yeah. Um, and a lot of dubbing and things like that. So, you know, we would go to his house. We pretty much recorded the entire thing in a bedroom. Okay. Um, and then like I said, with with the my scheduling, I'm home one week out of the month. That sucks. That's it. You know, that's all I'm home. Mm -hmm. So uh, once they would get a song done, he would send it to us. And then we would tell him what, you know, what we need to change or what should be here or there. And go in and make some corrections. I would come home. I would sing. And it would be like, okay, cool. We got one song done. Now we just got to get the rest of them. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it took us months. It took months to record an eight-track CD. Yeah, it was, you, uh, it was you definitely out... a process. You put out Scavenger's Daughter a minute ago. So, like, you know, did that you guys have that one done first? first? That was the first song we wrote at our first practice. And we, oh, zipped, okay. we zipped through it. And we, yeah. we zipped through it on the recording. Um, basically because Peter from 1054 told us, I want a video. Get me a video. Hey, Sat. So we had played a show at the community building in Clearfield. Uh, we had Kevin Albertson come and record it. He did two angles, and then we gave him a song. He threw it together, and we're like, here you go. Here's a video. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very, very uh, 1990s DIY style type. It's video. pretty much everything that we've done in this band is just 100% DIY style. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's, that's what it's what all about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the video turned out good. The song, obviously, is a good song. Um, 1054 Records, too. Uh, shout out. 
to the label. They have a pretty good lineup right now, if I'm not mistaken. Peter is just building an empire, dude. He's and it's it's insane the bands that he's picking up. Like, yeah, let's talk about some of them real quick. So you have Extinguish the Codes on that label, right? Yep, Extinguish the Code. Uh, Which, by the way, anybody listening, if you haven't checked out Extinguish the Codes, seriously, it's a good band. I mean, they're uh, they're awesome. Cold Concrete from Mm -hmm. uh, Ohio, dude. They're they're killer too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, Capo Kong. I think they have one of the like best EPs that have come out this year. Like, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yes, Carl loves Capo Kong. <laughs> All I hear about is Capo Kong this, Capo Matt, Kong Matt, Saturday when we're at the show and Dave Steele standing at the edge of the pit, he's catching one. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> For all this harassment. Y'all, dude, it's every day. It never oh, ends. Dave. My whole um, bachelor party. The whole, then- <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Uh, Brawler is Brawler on 10? Yeah, Brawler's on Brawler's there. a sick band. Um, Gross, uh, is actually that, he's putting out that uh, Dogs of War too, right? Yeah, yep. Dogs of War just dropped just... on Friday. Fuck yeah, dude. I haven't checked it out yet. I'm gonna have to get on that. Yeah, um, then he's got uh, two Gross, they're the uh, I think it's a couple members of Six Foot Ditch too. Okay, they're they're really good too. Um, who else? Well, I know oh, uh is is Cropsy on there? Yeah, Cropsy's on there. They're about to drop a new EP here soon too. Yeah, shout and out I, I got a I got a little listen last weekend when Mike came out to hang out for the weekend and Right. Yeah, it's killer. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh there's a couple others. Silence equals death from Jersey. Uh are they, they... On... No, they're on upstate. They're oh, upstate. they're on upstate. Okay, okay. Um and then the no, other I one know. that and the other one that I wasn't sure if they were signed was um, Born from Demise. Born from Demise is on 1054. How about Assault on Fifth? No. 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 Okay. Okay. I think they are working with some other small. They're band. working with another label. I, I can't remember exactly what it is. And the, these are all good bands. Every single one of these bands is worth checking out. You know, for yeah, sure. I mean,. <laughs> I the band that really surprised me when we did the uh show in May was uh Scarfold. Oh yeah. And that band is so good live. Like, yeah, no doubt. Violent. Flawless. Violence. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. They like violence. They really like violence. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Um okay, so <clears throat> we pretty much got well and and one other band too, uh Orlando Furioso. Are they um I think they're going to be working with Peter for their next uh, their next EP or something. So, yeah. but they're super good dudes. They're playing in Johnstown tonight, actually, one of Randy's shows. Oh no shit! Yeah, they're playing down in Johnstown tonight. Oh, that sucks. I usually try to make it out to Randy's shows because he yeah, does such I, a good job. I, one of these days, I'll actually he'll have a show on a night I could actually make it. Yeah. Have you seen Path of the Flood? Oh, dude, they're so good. I've seen them twice now. They're yeah. just awesome. Yeah, they rip it up. It's insane. Um, I love that band so much. I always rep them. Um, okay, so ten fifty four brace for impact. All that is square. Um, I think that you guys are doing something really cool with this band. I think that it's really good that you're a part of a label too that seems to have a good taste in hardcore. And you know, and the hopefully, crazy, the hopefully he's going to be to support you. He, he's from Australia, dude. Like, yeah. And he's he's making all these connects out here 
and like linking all these bands up out here and it's it's amazing dude like what he's doing from so far away yeah well that's a cool thing about hardcore i mean it's it's a it, it really it's a big world but it's a really small world inside hardcore and you know the the people who are dedicated really seem to make things happen it's a good thing yeah it it really is and i mean it's crazy that we're all older now too and we mm-hmm. see it for what it's worth and it's a it's a good opportunity to show the younger kids that you know there's more to do in this right. you know this world you can pick up and go yeah absolutely but yeah you're old as fuck now snack pack <laughs> yeah he is he really is you're like an expired snack pack. I, and you know the best part uh travis and i are the youngest guys in this band no shit <laughs> <laughs> these guys are older than you yeah everybody else is older than oh man i feel bad i was just trying to dog you i'm I'm young as fuck how old are you now 23 (laughs) yeah you lying sack of shit still 23 i think dave's over here falling asleep yeah i know (laughs) we'll wake his ass up i got a couple questions (laughs) well there you go dave it's your turn (laughs) here you can look look look, he's he looks like he's dying dude (laughs) spread out a little more i want to see them biceps yeah Um, (laughs) tell me tell me a little bit about uh the work that went into upstage music fest uh a lot of work (laughs) a lot of work he's like look at me i'm fucking dead (laughs) it's a lot of work that he takes on by himself and he doesn't he just he doesn't like depending on people man so you're not you're not the kind of person that asks for help you just kind of do it never yeah 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 yeah, i do the same thing man you front load all the shit then you get burnt out yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um so seriously though, um you've been working on this probably for what, the past eight months? Yeah, yeah. Um it's January or February. Mm-hmm. But, um I started contacting the sponsors and the bands and get things lined up for it. So yeah. It was definitely a work in progress. Yeah. What um what made you want to take on something like this? Because it's not a small thing. I well, mean, last all year in. when we did the fast, um, I've booked shows in the past, but I've never did a fast. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a challenge to try and do something like that. Mm-hmm. And these guys all got on board and helped out with everything. And now we're in kind of a flow of we know what to do and it's you know what i mean yeah yeah are you feeling pretty confident about the show coming up it's going to be a good time yeah definitely for sure i think i mean you know you got madball and internal bleeding and fucking age of ruin it's hard to not have a good time there too yeah plus you know with the area you got to spread out and add like an 80s night mm-hmm. tribute bands whatnot so we added an extra night because i mean not everything's so one-dimensional no, I think especially that's smart, our, especially in our town and some and a lot of the sponsors we get, you know, like Mad Ball, what internal what? Yeah. So when you get a lot of these local sponsors, you know, when you start name dropping some tribute acts, they definitely want to get behind it. Yeah, there's a Tool tribute band, right, and a Black Sabbath tribute band. Yeah, Alice and Chains and uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. So the cool thing about that, hopefully, is, you know, people come and see the cover bands on night one who may otherwise have not come to the hardcore show. We sold quite a few tickets for the first night that transpired into buying tickets for the second night. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, And then hopefully there's some people there that were just planning on going to the first night and they're having a good time. And they're like, hey, let's go tomorrow. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's the name of the game. That's, That's awesome. what we were hoping for. I mean, yeah. Dave made the fest happen last year in what four months? Yeah, three. And I we was, we were literally at a, a band practice one night. Travis says we should really just do a music fest in Clearfield, and Dave just kind of went under the radar and did it. And finally, was like, "Hey, we're doing a fest." Yeah. <laughs> and then he wouldn't tell anybody, anybody in the band who was playing. He wouldn't. <laughs> he would not tell anybody. Until like a week before, he's like, yeah, by the way, Sworn Enemy and Brick by Brick are playing. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Brick well, by it was Brick a little, was a little more than a week, but. Yeah. Yeah, so, Sworn Enemy, obviously a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I I just, uh, I, I think this weekend is going to be a, a really good time. I'm, I know I'm excited for sure. You, you know, love um, me, you love me, you? You, you guys are snuggling now. Yeah, we're we're buds. We we really are probably some of the closest friends you'll ever meet. I thought he was going to be like, we really are cuddle buddies. Like, well, I mean, (laughs) it wouldn't be the first time. Nah, I mean, look at this bear. I know. Oh, I hugged him. You know them bean bags, big bean bags. Yeah, it's like cuddling with one of those. Matt, remind me to show you the video of my bachelor party when we went camping. Okay. Dave Steele dancing with a Trump blow-up doll and Travis Circle pitting around the fire with a bottle of tequila in his hand at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> and he was sleeping. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> You'll get a good laugh out of it. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I kind of want to see Dave dancing up on a Trump blow-up doll. I'm not going it, it to It's priceless. <laughs> um, so... Anything else um, about the show? Is there anything else you want to talk about while I've got you here? Head up the website, www.theupstagemusicfest.com. Okay. I'll give you all the details and everybody that, that is interested will be up there. They can look at it for next year. Just get familiar with the site because that's what we'll I mean, you can, all our info. You can even camp at the fairgrounds if you call ahead. Like, mm-hmm. It's going to be like the Clearfield Woodstock. Oh man, that's gonna be a shit show. And, and it is. It is. Too, it is. Uh, aside from the fest, it is almost. Uh, it, it's a big benefit show, basically. Yeah. You know. Oh so really? I didn't know this part. Yeah. So it's gonna benefit the Allegheny Spade and Neuter Clinic. Uh, oh, cool. The uh, Clearful Volunteer Fire Department and uh, Clearful County Cancer Support Group. Awesome. That those are great causes. You always support the volunteer firefighters and and. Always. So it is. I mean, it is a it is a big fest, and we're all excited about it. But it is for, you know, the good cause. You know, there is a reason behind it as well. So yeah, man, us That's PA boys, we like our, our volunteer firefighters. Yeah. So when you buy your tickets, I mean, yeah, you're getting to see great bands, but it's going towards a good cause. So. That's cool. All right, and just to be clear, Dave, it is the upstagemusicfest.com, correct? Correct. Cool. I'll plug that in the intro as well as the brace for impact stuff. Um. So uh we covered the fest we covered the band we covered uh all that stuff what what else do you guys want to talk about while i've got you here yeah carl you got stuff to talk about i don't even know i don't even know what to talk about you all night yeah well matt and i've been friends for years we could talk about random stuff all night. oh yeah we could talk some shit but we gotta turn the mic (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah now now we i think we covered majority of the bases man (laughs) Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, um, we're well, gonna that's... have uh, Don Coffs and Ben. Oh, yeah, well. like 
So. All the vendors that are going to be there, you're mm -hmm. going to be there. I yeah, mean, yeah. So what? What is your plan? Are you going to set it up and like interview bands or? No, I'm not going to do that. No, um, I was it, uh, originally. I was originally intending to do that, but um, and and I probably shouldn't say this on the show. I probably sh I shouldn't say this on the show, but I'm going to. Um, the thirteenth is my anniversary with my wife, and <laughs> I forgot. So, oh. you know, I know it's terrible. It's not the yeah. marriage anniversary. It's not the wedding. <laughs> it's like the half anniversary. The the, the half anniversary. You know, the dating anniversary, which you know you gotta. You got to show up for it. Oh, um, yeah. You know, but but no, I mean, I'll definitely be there. And uh, I'm probably going to bring my son, too, because. Oh, yeah. Mad ball. So I saw, I saw the videos you took him to see Ghost. That That's not really my flavor, but. Oh, dude. That, that's awesome that he's getting ghosts. into cool music. For a uh, for a first concert. Um, that was his first concert. That was his first like big arena concert. Like, that's insane yeah um it was ghost and volbeat and i gotta be honest i went into it not a volbeat fan i'm a huge ghost fan that's no secret but um i i was not excited to see volbeat um volbeat kicked my ass dude like they were awesome really? volbeat yeah. is amazing it, like i always thought that volbeat sounded so much like like life agony yes yeah <laughs> yeah um but like the thing is, like I heard them on the radio, and I have like underground hardcore kid bias. As soon as I hear something on the radio, I'm like, ah, eh. you know what eh. I mean. Yep. But but seeing them live and just like the the tone, like in your face, like they they were really cool. Um, and That's then obviously, awesome. obviously, like Ghost was, you know, they're they're a show band. They're insane to see live. Even if you don't like that band. I would recommend if to you see like, them live. Yeah, yeah. If you like a good show, it's like I I say they're they're the new Kiss. You know, it's pyro and uh, everybody's they in a mask. It. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> Colin loved it, dude. He 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 went absolutely crazy. But I I have seen uh, I've taken him to see um, Strength, and I took him to see Steel Nation. I took him to see a few others. I think he saw like uh, Represent. Did you ever song. think the day you'd be taking your kid no. to see bands that you grew up <laughs> no. listening to and seeing? It, it, it it's pretty weird to think about it that way. How old is Colin now? He's nine. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But um, but I mean, like the the cool thing about being able to share it with him is that he's kind of the age now where he appreciates it like it's not like like he at first it was just like all headbang music now he like he has his preferences he likes what he likes and that that's yeah, that's cool. that's cool he really likes um until the end if you remember that band oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's <laughs> um, still i i still listen to that album quite a bit too yeah um but no i mean he's he's all about it um he loves wisdom um he loves all the local bands any 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 band that he can see he loves you know um that's awesome yeah, maybe yeah. A brace for impact fan <laughs> yeah no doubt well i mean we'll do that for sure and and uh and like when i took him to see strength like jack brought him up on stage and let him stand behind the amps so he didn't like get hit or anything like that that's so awesome. got like a yeah it's like that that kind of stuff is what makes hardcore special and like, yeah i said to him after the show i was like dude like you you just made a lifelong fan like right there that's all it takes is that 
you they're know. still one of the best bands to ever grace the stage, dude. And I'll say this till the day I die. Like, oh yeah, one of my, I think actually my first, very first hardcore show I ever went to was Strength for a Reason and not without resistance. No shit. So that says anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and they played uh, this is hardcore too. And yeah, was, I, I uh, saw that. I I got to see a couple little clips of their set. Yeah, just as good as ever. Um, absolutely wild. I still don't understand how uh carl doesn't run out of breath just running around and just he he's he just man. yeah he exhausts me just watching him i mean he's he's a they, they used to play here with, with resistance oh dave i'm gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> i saw that. i mean strength for a reason and not without resistance played a lot of shows together so. yeah no doubt yeah now i've probably seen strength more than i've seen any other band I I'm, I, I could probably go right there with you too because that I would travel to see Strength back in the day. I would go anywhere to go see them. So. I gotta send you a picture of all my Strength for a Reason shirts. I have a ton. <laughs> I got a bunch of them too. <laughs> in a box. between the two of us, I know I'll never enough. fit in them again, but I'm not getting rid of. Them. <laughs> yeah, dude, I know. I got some ones I don't fit in. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, hey, uh, what else is on the list? You got anything else you want to talk about while I got you? No man, go check our album out. Let us yeah, what's know the what album name? We didn't we didn't talk about that. What's there, Dave? You can pronounce your <laughs> fancy word. It's not a fancy word. It's called cogitate. <laughs> what? Cogitate. Cogitate. What's that mean? Use it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically just a uh, sum it up. It's basically like your deep thoughts. Okay. Basically, um, the thoughts you have in your mind, in your own mind, where you perceive things, if you will. So, a lot of the songs that are actually on the album um, were all basically just thoughts that I've had in my life, thoughts that I currently have, so on and so forth. So, um, without getting too deep, I mean, like, there is uh, our Better Off Dead song is kind of... Uh, kind of like a suicidal thought type of a song okay so that one kind of has a lot of meaning to me mm -hmm. and like world of deceit i uh, feel like some people might not agree with it too much but <coughs> basically like my own thoughts on whether god exists or not and, okay um just things of that nature just just things that go through my brain mm -hmm. you know so like most of the songs are that aside from uh carl pretty much wrote the puppeteer song mm -hmm. um how about breaking oh, point that's the one that we play at the beginning of the show here uh that was a mixture of that was basically uh it's pretty self-explanatory it's just that sense you get where you've had enough of of any any issues that you have in your life period yeah. um but kind of a a point of where we all have enemies and even if you have friends that reach a point that you just you don't like them anymore uh you basically just want to kill them like fuck you die Fair. you hate them that's <laughs> you get to that that breaking point and that's pretty much all that song is it's just like somebody's pissed you off enough that they can go fuck themselves for sure yeah. do you have any songs about taking your shirt off uh no not, this time. not yet no. <laughs> no but i definitely still take my shirt off uh <laughs> I'm keeping mine on because 
I, I'm the artist that ate snack pack. <laughs> the artist formerly the artist, the artist formerly known as snack pack that ate snack pack. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, dude, it, getting old, fatter, and hairier, dude. That's all that happens. Oh my god, I'm Dave Steele's oh. even chubby now. Yeah, Dave Marinsky, he's yeah. never going to change. He's just going to stay the exact same until he's like eighty. Yeah, and then he'll go gray. This is, yeah. this is the epitome of dad bods. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, it's tough. Drinking beer and Jesus sandals. I've been hitting the I've been hitting the gym and like trying to get fit and stuff like that. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I'm I'm only 32, but it was a lot easier 10 years ago. (laughs) It's crazy. You know, and and hardcore used to be a workout because you know we did we had so many damn shows and you'd get in the pit or you'd get on stage, whatever, and you're constantly running around. And I mean it's exercise, it takes it out of you. Mm-hmm. I know that because uh, when Dave had the upstage, the uh, brain played their first show uh, in Clearfield at the upstage, and I decided, oh, it'd be a great idea to go out and mosh. And uh, I was, I was in pain the next day. Like I was, oh, dude, unit. yeah, yeah, I was a hurting unit. My, mind you, we moshed for about thirty-five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> and we were both like, yeah, that's enough. Heat, like this is bullshit. Right? <laughs> High intensity <laughs> interval workout. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's exactly what it is. So that's fucking hilarious. No, uh, snack pack. You were the one that taught me the term mosh hangover. And did I really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and way back in the day, I was like, "What's that?" Now it's like I I move for like thirty seconds and I feel it for a week. Last which is year, the the day after the upstage fest, we were all dancing on gravel all day long, Ooh. carried on like with two piece played. Kaylee got a video of Dave during Sworn Enemy, and he's just swimming through a crowd. He wasn't even dancing. He was acting like he was swimming through the crowd. And I got up the next morning because, you know, we went to tear down. And I went to get out of bed, and I literally could not get out of bed. I'm like, oh, oh. I just laid there. I was like, I can't get up, man. I can't get up. You're like the hardest mosher that ever moshed. Oh, God. You mosh so hard. <laughs> I can't fucking stay. I've never seen anybody mosh as hard as you do. <laughs> Matt, it never ends. All I gotta say is just watch out when Capricorn plays. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. I'm kicking the shit out of him. So <laughs> I'm kind of getting scared already. I'm probably just gonna punch him. <laughs> yeah. This wouldn't be the first time. No, probably not. But that's yeah. That's... Yeah. No, I wanna. I, I wanna catch you guys. Them. Velveeta. And go be both. Um, which by the way, while we're talking about that band too, I did check them out and then listen to them for like a week straight. They're they a are really heavy, good band. Heavy, they're, heavy. They you are much hard as fuck to them. Yeah, yeah, they're a great band. Um, and then obviously, you know, like we were talking about Age of Ruin, Internal Bleeding, Mad Ball to close the show. You can't beat that. No, I I think we're all gonna. It's gonna be like a trip down memory lane when Madball plays, man. Oh yeah, because I got I got a feeling. I really hope they play a lot of old stuff because there's gonna be a lot of old heads there to see them too. So they they played a good amount of old stuff. Um, at this is hardcore now. That believe it or not, that was the first time that I've seen Madball, which is really like, yeah, dude. Wow. The hardcore stock is going down as we're talking. I saw I saw them at at, at CC's in Musick. It was probably like 99. <laughs> yeah. 
That's awesome. Freddie Madball must have been like. Did we see them with Remembering Never in Pittsburgh too? Yes. yes was that, that was the night? night? Yes, that was the night. <laughs> that was the night. We're not gonna get into it. But now this is. is we this we can talk about that one on the, Clare, the Clarefield episode. You'll get a good kick out of that. One. <laughs> all right, all right. It was a wild night though. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I got I got the setup here. I got the couch. We grab some beers and we'll kick it some night and do the Clearfield Hardcore episode because I I That'd really want to. I got you know, a lot it'd be of really good... cool if we could drag like old man Mark Passarelli out and talk too, but I would yeah, love that. That's yeah. never, gonna never gonna happen. Is that what he says? Yeah, never Give gonna my number. I'll be surprised if he shows up Saturday. <laughs> Give him my number. Does he still have his old fucking Marshall amp? Probably. Probably. He's actually yeah. got uh he's actually got a quite quite a bit of gear now. Yeah. Actually, he's, he's pretty much just building a setup and uh last time i talked to him i asked him what his plan was um he said dave whatever i can do that's about <laughs> what to. i'm just trying to get something going i'm like mark nobody you don't leave the house <laughs> he's, got, he's got like a little apartment above a garage uh like uh it's somewhere out past hide up on a hill all by himself little lonely mark and Initially, we were trying to get all that resistance back together, and mm-hmm. that's where we were going. We were going to Mark's house and and uh, jamming out, and it, it kind of just it went south real quick. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, like he and I tried to do some stuff with Ken Wagner from Nine Six Nine, and kind of wrote like I don't know. We had like two or three songs wrote, and then it just kind of fell off. So sure. I tried to do a couple different things in between, like the bands and, like I said, my job. And that was right about when Dave and Snack Pack were hitting me up, like, you know, oh, do you want to do FMG again? Yeah, let's try that. So, but yeah, as far as Mark goes, I don't know what he's doing, but dude, he's going to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Mark. Come on the show. I'd love to have him for the, the Clearfield episode. That would be really cool. You text him and then he sends you 10 bands to listen to. I'm like, Mark, I've been listening to the band for two years now. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss Mark. Though. Yeah. He's one of my best friends. Well, all right, boys, we're going to wrap it up here. Where can uh, everybody find you guys online? Uh, Instagram, Brace for Impact underscore 814. Brace for Impact on Facebook. That's really all we mess with. We don't. Do anything else? Tinder, grinder. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave, plug your Tinder. <laughs> no, no, We're plug your only now, man. <laughs> Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, upload the video to Pornhub. What? <laughs> what was that? I said upload the video to Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Snack pack up. bonus content. Snack pack bonus content. Right. I'd probably just All be right. him like sitting on a couch <laughs> eating a cheese dog. With cheese drippings. I always said I wanted to start an OnlyFans <laughs> and just me eating hot dogs. Sponsored by Sheets. I was going to be hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> you probably take the bun off. Huh? Just eat take the bun. <laughs> I think I know the answer, but this is like a reoccurring theme with interviews that I do. Sheets or Wawa? Sheets all day, man. Ooh. I, I do like Sheets, but. I, I'm a Wawa fan. Too. Are you really? I'm just too far away from them all. Yeah. That's a downfall. Dave, Sheets, or Wawa? 
Jeez, it's been a long time since I've done the wall. But I hate a sheet so much, I'm almost burnt out. So it's like, man, I wish I had a wall. Right. See, I always say, like, if you want a good sub, Wawa has better subs. Yes. But if you are drunk at 2 a.m. and you want mozzarella sticks on your burger. <laughs> yeah, go she's got your bag. <laughs> we got your bag. <laughs> Altoona's yes. coming to your town. <laughs> like when, when I moved home from down south, that was I was literally in a U-Haul. Yeah. And I was like, yep. The first, you what know, did first you guys? Seat, what convenience store did you have down there? It's like 7-Elevens and like racetracks and shit. It, there was no like hometown favorite. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Okay. They have like Turkey Hills down there too. And it's not, no. Yeah. But like when I came, the day I moved home, I, I stopped, I forget. I think it's like Florence, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where there. the first sheets is on your way up 95. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I went straight there and got chili cheese dogs. Nice. So, I will get guy. this show on Sheets Radar eventually. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did this story on my Instagram because um this the news broke with uh Sheets was moving into Wawa territory, so Wawa announced like Oh, I remember this. Yeah, like they they announced like a hundred stores like moving into Western PA. So I did a, I made all these memes of like just like wartime memes. Like with the CEOs like dressed that. up as like war generals and shit, like in briefing rooms and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You could like get on the Sheets app with your Z points and donate to the fucking Sheets Defense Fund. There was like <laughs> You gotta be a Sheets freak for that. <laughs> yeah, was, like, I'll, I'll text I'll text them the snack pack. Um, they're fucking they're they're pretty good. They were like I was like, shit, this is on a story. I can't post this again, it'll look desperate, but <laughs> We should have been the spokespersons for sheets back in the day. Oh well, I remember when uh, Drain the Sorrow decided to make sheets, sheet shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Off sheet shirts. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that. Every now and then, um, I'll actually stop going to sheets because I feel like I don't get enough of a return on my investment. Like they get like a quarter of my paycheck. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, sheets, enough. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you do save three cents on the gallon. I, mean. yeah. huh. I get the, you don't need to go to sheets every morning. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> of course. I mean, you Dude. have snappies and drugs. Though. Yeah, but sheets is better. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks again for the time. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I'm super excited to have you guys on and, and get to talk about this. I'm definitely going to have to have you guys over at the house here. Um, like I said, we'll crack open some beers and talk about Clearfield Hardcore. But until then, uh, Brace for Impact. Thanks for coming on, guys. Well, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. I'm putting the ball. <laughs> <laughs>